Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Maverick Mondays. I'm your host, Maverick Peters. It is my intention to change your Mondays, to change your week, and to change your life. One episode, one Monday at a time, here on the Maverick Mondays podcast. I've had the incredible opportunity to sit down with some pretty fantastic people. The individuals who are successful at what they do or are extremely positive-minded in the way they live their daily lives, those are the people we will be hearing from on this show. Stay tuned for today's guest. I want to tell you guys about my friends at Rue Sports in Solon, Ohio. The guys at Rue Badlers bring passion and efficiency to the world that is custom sporting goods. They specialize in custom jerseys, team orders, online web stores, and now face masks. With the ever-growing advancements in technology, it's about time the sporting goods industry does so as well, making it as seamless as possible. They work to create a highly efficient way of connecting athletes, coaches, and all you soccer moms out there with top-notch spirit wear. Let their team help your team take the stress out of the clothing part so you can focus more on performing your best. Call them today at 440-248-4668. Mention my name, Maverick, and see how you can save on your very first order. Our guest today on the Maverick Mondays podcast is Alex Sanfilippo. Alex is from Jacksonville, Florida. He's the host of a top 20 entrepreneur podcast called Creating a Brand. Alex, welcome to the show. Maverick, thanks so much for having me, man. I'm really excited to be here with you. Although we're both remote, it's still great to digitally connect with people. Absolutely. It is amazing how our society has been adapting so well, you know, with all the kids on online with school and the people who can maintain their jobs on the internet at home. It, it really is amazing how our society is adapting. Yeah, I've been really impressed by it. The way I put it is we were like forced into the future that we were all scared of. Uh, like even my company, we were like, we could definitely work remote. And then our hand was finally forced and we had to prove that we could. And I think a lot of people hit that same that same place where they were like, okay, now we actually have to prove that we can do this. So it forced the future upon us, but everyone's really stepped up well. So it's, it's been a pretty, that side of things I will say has been positive. Obviously the whole pandemic hasn't, but the quarantine side of it, making us really kind of get out of our element has been really interesting. I've seen a lot of people grow from it. Tell me about your podcast. What is it all about? What is creating a brand? What's its MO? Um, who's the target audience? Yeah. First off, I love I love my podcast. Um, I think that every host probably says that, but uh, it's been <laughs> extremely fulfilling and rewarding. I've had a lot of fun with it. So it's called creating a brand and it's worked its way up the, the ranks over the last year. We launched it on July 2nd, 2019. So we're coming up on a on a year here. Well, I'm not sure exactly when this will go live, but yeah, so close to a year. Um, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So I originally set out because I was looking for something that was more of a masterclass, if you will. Uh, so more like a topic that goes really deep, not so much a discussion. Um, although I do love discussion style, conversation, like conversational style podcasts. It's a lot of fun. I just had an audience I knew was interested in getting really deep into the details and avoiding the rest of it. So when I have a guest on, I don't even really ask, you know, how they did something, why they did something. It goes straight into some points. And an example would be, I just talked to somebody about how to, this one will be coming out after um, we're 
all been released from from quarantine if you will but i just talked to somebody about how to really captivate people in a room if you're going to go out and go networking how do you really stand out as you know the best of the best in that room and she just gave five points and she's like here's the five things you do and then that was it so we kind of ended the episode like that but the whole idea of the podcast again is to serve that is that master class so it's topical and it's really on point and it's been a lot of fun doing it that way so my audience i find that they're people that are struggling to maybe take that first or next step in their entrepreneurship journey most of them are earlier in their journey not necessarily younger but they're earlier in their journey maybe they just got the bug for it even later in life but they really are just looking for ways that they can learn to do things that entrepreneurs need to do to succeed and the whole thing is is can we help them make that first or next step and do it successfully and it's it's been a it's been a lot of fun it's been very fulfilling had a lot of great feedback along the way what would you say is the biggest key element or the biggest ingredient to taking that step for an early entrepreneur the first thing is really taking inventory of where you're at. Uh, I think that people need to, to everyone has ideas and have things, they have things they want to do, but so few of us are actually willing to step back and be like, okay, where do, where do I stand right now? What do I have on my plate right now? Uh, behind me right now where I'm standing, I have three whiteboards and one of them in the middle, I just did the same practice. I took inventory of my life. I looked at everything that I'm doing. I wrote it all down. I averaged out the amount of time it takes for me to do those things and decided, okay, do I really have time to do something else or do I need to make some changes? And I think that that's the first step that anyone would need to take is to sit down and say, okay, realistically, what am I doing with my time? What could I do less of? What could I do more of? And how could it take me further in the direction that I want to go? And that's step one. What is a day in the life of Alex like? With everything going on, you know, with quarantine, I'm sure you've had more free time, more time to explore other other options, other possibilities, other avenues. What are some some essentials that you have to have in your day. A lot of people, you know, they, they have to meditate for five to 15 minutes or they have to go on a walk. They have to journal. What are some things that you find are, are some of those qualities that you really need to stay productive, especially now? Yeah, it's a really good question. Ever. I'm glad you're asking this. This is solid. So, um, first off, I have to say when this whole quarantine thing started, I totally failed at week one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I did. Too. I treated it like vacation, man. I was like, sweet. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna stay up late. I'm, gonna, you know, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't actually even usually watch TV during the week. That's not something I usually do. My wife was like, it was like a Monday when we first got quarantined here in, in Jacksonville, Florida, and she's like, hey, you want to watch a movie? I'm like, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> you know, I stay up till like midnight or one in the morning, which is just, uh, you know, I'll get into it in a second, but this is just not like me. So I totally week one was was bad. Uh, I woke up on that next Monday. I'm like, I have got to get some discipline in my life. Um, and that's kind of the, if there's a trend in my life, it's discipline. That's the one thing that's really important to me is make sure that I live a very intentional life through the act of self-discipline. So since then, I've done really well. As a matter of fact, actually last month, the month of April, when I kind of had like a hard turn back, if you will, I, I only watched, including YouTube, including social media, I spent less than three hours total in front of a TV or social media um, or any watching movies, anything like that. So through the whole month is what I was able to do. And I just, that was a little extreme, but I really wanted to live an intentional life in a time when I think it matters more than any other. Maverick, how many times have you heard somebody say, I'm going to do this someday? One day or day one, you decide. That's good. You know, it's, it's so true, man. And like, I found that, that that's where many people sit all the time. They're like, well, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that someday. And it never and happens. I, I realized that this, this whole season we just went through, man, this was our someday. Like this was the chance and still is the chance to do those things that you've always dreamed of doing. Cause now people had the, they had the time, the additional time, the additional resources, um, the margin, if you will, if you were really focused and able to go for it. So that's what I intended on doing this, this over this time was, you know what, I'm going to get really intentional. 
And uh, so for me, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creature of habit. Routines are very important. I have a morning routine, an evening routine. I have some daily habits, things that I do every single day. And I do my best to make it stay as consistent as I possibly can. And I just was really, really involved. Like, I just made sure that that stayed very important throughout this entire thing that we're still in. So I'm still doing these same things. You know, I had a very similar experience as you. I treated it like vacation the first week or two. And I was like, this is not right. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be, you know, getting stronger, right? When the going gets tough, the tough get going. What are, I don't know if grounders is the right term, but what are some things that pull you back down and make you realize I have to stay disciplined? I have to keep working towards my goal, my short-term goals, my life goals. What are some things that keep you in check? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot here. But the, I think the, if we're going to start with a quote, there's one that I absolutely love. And it's the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. And the second t- best time is today. So the best time would have been 25 years ago. The second best time is today. And when I think of that quote, it reminds me that, yeah, there's a lot of things that, that I've done that have just wasted my time over the years. And if I would have been on the track that I am today, a perfect example is the Creating a Brand podcast. If I would have started it 10 years ago, it would be massive right now. Because that's when podcasting got started, right? About 10 right. years ago. But I, I can't look back and say that anymore. Like, I, sure, I was probably doing nothing important at that time in my life. Um, you know, it's all hindsight's twenty twenty. But uh, at that point, I wasn't doing the things that I'm doing today. But the second best time for me to actually take action is today. And I remind myself of that all the time. Almost every day, I remind myself, man, Alex, you know what? It would have been great to do this yesterday. But today is the second best time that you could do this. Instead of just being like, oh, I didn't do good on this. Maybe... Maybe New Year's next year, I could write it down as a goal or a resolution, you know? And I think that many of us, we get stuck in that of, of oh, we, we can't do this right now, and I wish I would have done this a long time ago. The, the truth is we, gotta, we have to be willing to stop, to stop wishing and start doing. It's, it's got to happen for all of us at some point. And that's one of the things that has just kept me so grounded, remembering that today is the best day for me to make something happen that's in my heart, that's, that's a dream that I have, that I know that I'm supposed to be doing. What is the biggest lesson you've learned, and how has it changed you? So, I mean, there's so many lessons I've learned. Like you, when you get into this podcasting game, I'm telling you what, probably the biggest benefit of being a host is the fact that it's like free coaching, maybe. I don't know how else to say it. You know, it's like you're just getting to hear other people's craft and and learn from it. And as a host, uh, especially someone like you, Maverick, you know, I've complimented you on this before. You're a fantastic host, and those are not easy to find. So I know (laughs) that you do your time. You do the due diligence. Like you're learning every time you have a new guest on, and I'm the same way. I don't even know if I could pinpoint it down to a single thing. So I'll just give you some a, a recent example here, even if that's all right. For sure. So something that I'm realizing, especially during this time that we've been through, is the world is distracted, like absolutely just so distracted. Even when we're working, we're watching TV in the background or we're, we're listening to you know this podcast in the background of doing something that should be uh, requiring extreme focus. It's just kind of there in the background. And there's times for multitasking. There's times when you can do multiple things, but the truth is, We've lost our ability to focus more than I've ever seen. And as a result of us losing this ability to focus, we don't have, we're not, we're not getting a lot of things done. We're not getting deep focused work, work accomplished. I think for many of us, we look at the, the start and end of the day and we're like, oh man, where did it go? And that's the first sign of somebody who is not properly focused. And I, and I don't say that to be mean or rude to anybody, but if you really have control of your time and you're working with intention, with focus, you're gonna go so much further faster. Here's my, my practical example of this. Recently, I was on a flight, um, kind of recently. For me, it was, it was somewhat recent, but uh, <laughs> um, when we could all fly still. Um, right. Anyway, so I was on a plane, and I had, a, I had a, an idea. I'm like, all right, this is about a six-hour flight. 
I'm going there and back. It's a quick trip. I'm going to go speak at a conference. But while I'm going, I am going to write a blog post that, I, that I've been needing to get done on the way there. And I'll write a second one on the way back. And I know I can do these two if I really focused on that six hours. So what I did, I didn't get any of the, the videos. I didn't get any of the Wi-Fi. I was just like, you know what? It's just my, my playlist. It's already done. So I'm not even going to touch my phone and hit play to the downloaded music. And then I'm just going to get to work because uh, I don't have any internet or anything like that. There's nothing to distract me at all. And to my surprise, I didn't only get two blog posts done. I got three done each way. So I got a total of six blog posts completely finished, like completely done. I was like, how did I do that? You know, I got home, I told my wife, I'm like, I don't know how I did it. Like, I, I can't figure out like if I was just in the zone, I think I was just feeling inspired. But I was like, but they're all different topics. I don't really know how I was feeling that inspired on so many different, on different things. And then I really sat down and realized, I started doing a little bit of research. And the, the fact was that I wasn't changing my music every hour because you know I didn't feel like listening to it anymore. I wasn't like, oh, let me check that message I got on Facebook. Or let me go see what's going on over here. Let me go for a quick little walk. There was nothing for me to do, Maverick, like at all. I had no options. My option was to focus. And I think that if there's a biggest lesson I've learned recently in life, it's that if you can create environments for deep work and focus, you would be shocked at how much you can actually accomplish in any single day. So that's great. Practically speaking, though, how do we do that? What are what are some things that you feel, Alex, are ways that we can really focus on a, the task at hand? And also, what would you say is the difference between multitasking and a distraction, being distracted? Yeah, so to answer that, I'll answer that second part first, actually, because it's, it's pretty simple. Multitasking works if you are doing something like working out. So if you're outside working out or something like that, you can listen to a podcast and retain it because you're using two totally different sides of your brains. Multitasking when you're trying to use the same side of your brain, like listen to a podcast and read at the same time, you're literally using, accessing the same pieces of your brain and they cannot be used the same way for two different functions at the same time. It just doesn't work that way. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, I can, I'm pretty good at multitasking. You're not as good as you think. It's just, it's science. That's the way our brains are wired. So it has to be left, left brain, right brain when you're doing two different functions. And that's why for me, actually, I find I focus better working out if I'm listening to something because then I'm using my, my brain at a higher capacity. I'm using both sides of it. So that's the first thing, like the, the whole multitasking thing only works if it's two totally separate functions. So you have to keep that in mind. Again, no reading and listening at the same time or trying to write and listen at the same time. Like it just doesn't work. Um, unless, of course, you're, you're taking notes on something and that, that, that would be different. But um, now going back to the first thing, how do you create more of an environment for, for deep work? I think the first thing you have to do is set the expectation. So if you're sharing a home, example, me and my wife are both working from home right now. She knows that from 10 a.m. till 12 p.m., that two-hour window, that is my time when I'm really focused. So she doesn't ask me anything during that time. She won't bother me. And I'm not saying that she bothers me, but, you know, she won't walk in and be like, Alex, hey, what's going on? You know, she's not going to do that during that time because she knows that that is my time when I am really working on something important. So what I do is I set that time, that expectation, one, with the household, but also with myself. I block out that time. You know, I'll take an exception every now and then. Like, perfect example is this podcast is actually during what's usually one of my focus times. But this is something that was planned, and I actually made the time for it. But usually from 10 to 12, that's blocked out in my calendar. I'm not doing anything. I'm not jumping on social media other than what is exactly in front of me. What I do is I actually write it down saying, this is what I'm going to accomplish in that two-hour window. And then I've already got my my music set up. So I'm not like dancing around looking for music, you know, like, oh, what do I want to listen to today? Uh, the, the temperature's right. I've got my water in here. I've got my snack in here. Like I'm not going to move at all during that two hours. So it's really setting the expectation, getting yourself in a mental perspective saying, or mental mindset saying, okay, I'm here. This is what I'm going to do. This is what the end result's going to be. I'm going to get it accomplished. And then feeding that to yourself and doing it consistently. When you set aside time to focus on what, on the task at hand, 
it, it can be very challenging for creators, especially people who are just getting into it, to stay focused. For example, you know, you want to keep your presence on social media. How do you distinguish between productive time on social media and unproductive time on social media? And is there ever room to be unproductive on social media? Yeah, first off, absolutely. I mean, social media is fun, right? It's supposed to be something that, that, that is interesting to you. It's great to keep up with friends. It's great to look at memes. I mean, come on, what's what else is it for? You know, like, right. um, so it's great as long as you're using that time in a blocked out perspective, meaning that you plan for the time that you're going to spend just kind of scrolling and having fun. But you can't just say, OK, I'm going to post something and then it turns into scrolling because that's what I usually see, especially people getting started. It's like, all right, I'm going to post something on on Twitter right now or on, on uh, LinkedIn, I mean, any any platform. I think probably actually the biggest one that people are wasting time on right now is TikTok and uh, and Instagram are probably the two two big ones I've had to name them. But basically people go on, they're gonna post something, but then they end up scrolling for 15 or 20 minutes. If you, if you don't have boundaries set for the times that you're actually gonna be posting and the times you're gonna be consuming, then you're already setting yourself up for failure because it, it just, it doesn't work well. And thankfully now, actually, there used to, used to have to have third party tools to do this, but now even something like Instagram that used to only be on your phone during that app, which was made for distraction. Now you can go to um, facebook.com slash, I think it's creator studio or creative studio. Um, you can look it up pretty easily. Basically, you can run the whole thing now through your, your computer. You can even schedule it and everything. So I'm big on scheduling social media on all platforms. So I use all of my posts, multiple things per day. I have time set aside where I'll go back and respond to people or we'll actually go share something. But the majority of it is just, hey, I'm gonna automate as much of this as I possibly can. And then, you know, I'll set the time for going back and catching up with friends and having fun on it. But again, it's two different times. I'm setting that expectation. And a great way to do this, Facebook is another example. As soon as you log on to Facebook, that news feed is created to just catch your attention. And, you know, whether it makes you mad because it's all politics or makes you excited because one of your friends just had a kid or a puppy or something like that, you know, they gotta pick up a new dog or whatever it might be you're looking at it for a few minutes. And I've I found for a long time that although I had good intentions when getting on Facebook, okay, I'm gonna go do this post about the new episode that I just dropped, or you know, like this, I'm, I'm getting to be on Maverick Monday, I'm gonna tell my whole audience this, I'm going on, but then I'm like, ooh, my cousin just got a new dog. You know, like, oh, look at this cute little picture of his kid. I found myself scrolling for 15 or 20 minutes. So an easy way to overcome that is I actually just create shortcuts in my browser that go straight to the post page. So I bypassed the whole main page of it. And I use something as now as well called uh, Newsfeed Eradicator, which is just an extension for Chrome, which it, it enabled, I don't even see the newsfeed anymore. And because of that, it's helping me avoid that distraction. You're recording with us from Jacksonville, Florida. We are based, our studio is in Cleveland, Ohio. We just stopped getting snow about a week ago. What? Oh my so, gosh, man. <laughs> so, you know, when, it, when we talk about quarantine and the challenges, um, you know, a lot of us are complaining, you know, when's the snow going to stop? When can we go outside and start taking walks? When it comes to things like that, any typical Monday morning, you wake up and it's just, it's not your day. What are some things that we can do to snap ourselves out of it? What are some things that you do personally that snap yourself out of it? The first thing is to make sure that you look forward to something every day. And that starts by what you do the night before. So for me, the night before is really important. So like a Sunday night, I'm already looking at my schedule the next day. I have it all written down. I have it digitally and I have the different things I want to achieve that next day. And I look at them and first off, I thank, you know, I thank, I thank God. I thank my wife for that day that I just finished. But also I look at the next day and say, what am I looking forward to tomorrow? And the truth is, if you really dig deep enough, many of us are like, well, it's Monday. There's nothing to look forward to. 
It's, it's not true. There's something about that day that you're looking forward to. Even if it's, hey, at the end of it, I'm going to have a great dinner with my family after I finally get to leave work. Like whatever it might be, there is something that you can be thankful for in any day. So for me, it's, I started off that way. So Sunday night, I'm sitting down, I'm looking at the next day. And for me, I find as many things to get excited about as I can. So something as simple as since I've been working remote now, not, not going to an office, every day at 11, I've been making, I love to, I love to eat. I love fitness. So like getting to eat whenever I want is great. So at 11 o'clock every day, I've been making five eggs really quick, just the way I, the way I like them. And I, I told my wife like last night, I'm like, man, I, or two nights ago, I'm like, man, I cannot wait for Monday to be here so I can, I can make those, those eggs. I'm already thinking about them, you know, like something so simple. She just laughed because it sounds kind of silly. Right. But the truth is you have to do something that gets you excited about that next day and in an attitude of thankfulness because you'll wake up that way. It might not be the best day ever. And you might wake up like, oh man, it's another week and it's gonna be tough. I got big projects. There's a lot going on right now. Sure, but at the end of it, you can be like, you know what? I'm gonna finish this. I'm gonna get it knocked out. Uh, if you're working for somebody, you can be like, my boss is gonna see me crush it. They're gonna see the good attitude and it's gonna help me a lot. And, and just doing that, getting yourself in that mindset and that frame of mind that to be thankful and excited about what you're doing, that helps so much. I wanna get your perspective on something. There are some individuals with their profession or with their career path, they seem to have a different kind of perspective. I interviewed um, a comedian. It seems as though, at least in my opinion, it seems that comedians have a unique perspective as they can look at things in a different way and twist it and make it kind of funny, make it humorous. I feel that podcasters and bloggers, authors as well, people who take their their thoughts, their ideas, their creativity, and they tweak it and they reshape it so that other people can understand it and appreciate it as well that maybe um, there's something a little more to learn from them. And I don't mean to toot our own horn as we're both fellow podcasters, but I, I want to get your perspective on something. With this pandemic, with COVID-19, the coronavirus, and our global quarantine, what do you think is going to happen in terms of productivity? Right, We mentioned before that today is the second best day to start something. How many people do you think are going to step up to the plate and really take action? And how many people are just going to keep binge watching their TV shows or stay glued to TikTok. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think we're going to get more productivity? Do you think people are going to stay the same or fall back even? I, I did a bit of research on this, but and you know what, all the listeners, if you get something out of this today, let it be to take action, to take control of your life, to go after the things that you want and don't allow life to just pass you by, by being a consumer. And I think that we are one it's weird because I've seen a big mix, you know, Maverick, I've seen, I've seen both sides. It's very extreme. So for me personally and teams that I lead, I'm looking at a 20% increase in productivity for my teams from a work standpoint, which was impressive. I didn't expect to see that. I didn't ex expect to see people actually improve that much it, myself included. I was already a very productive worker. I've always been a self-starter, but I was looking at what I was accomplishing in any day. I'm like, man, I'm doing 20% more and I'm working the same amount of time. And, you know, some that has to do with my kitchen is now 20 feet away and my bathroom is 10 feet away, you know, like <laughs> right. it has to do with some of that type of thing that you're not moving around as much. Maybe you're not in the hallways talking to people, you know, there, there's a lot of reasons for it. But in the, the day that I've seen people's productivity increase, but also when I did some, some research, I dove in to see what people were spending their time doing. You look at things like Netflix, Hulu, Disney plus now all these different services, they're up by like 30% on their uh, subscriptions. So 30% increase. And then you've got platforms, especially right now, uh, Facebook and Instagram are showing, I guess, and TikTok. Um, all three of those are showing just massive, massive increases in the amount of time people are spending online. I mean, it was like large percentages more. 
and they expect it to continue to rise. And then you look at LinkedIn, which it's debatable, but I would say it's probably the most productive of social media platforms, and they're down by 20 some odd percent. So they've actually dropped. So, you know, I'm looking at it, I think that a lot of people are just, they're maybe not treating it like a vacation like you and I did, but they're not sure what to do. And although they've had these dreams and ambitions, if you follow what the world's telling you to do, it's kind of hunker down right now and and just wait till this whole thing's done. But I think that's really bad advice. It's It should be, hey, shift your mindset. This is the time that you can actually do the things that you've always dreamed of trying to do. I mean, here, here's the deal. Let's just do some simple math here. Let's say that you're watching an hour extra of TV every day, and that's it. Um, statistically speaking, it's a lot more than that. But let's just say it's one hour a day. That means in one week, you're that's seven hours of TV you're consuming. And one month, let's just make it 28 days. You could substantially, you can make some substantial movements with 28 hours. If I told Maverick, I know how, what kind of guy you are. If I told you, you could have 28 hours, no one's going to interrupt you. You can do whatever you want. Nothing changes in your life. We have 28 extra hours. You would find something to do that you would absolutely crush. And I think that that's not because you're someone extremely special, although I believe you are. You know, you're not like way different than the rest of the world. Anybody could do a lot with, with that 28 hour time if they really set their mind to it. So I think that a lot of people, again, just calling people to action, look at your time, evaluate it and say, okay, I, you know, I've been watching an extra hour, hour and a half of TV every day. I'm just going to turn it off and I'm going to go after this thing that I've always said someday I'm going to do. I'm just going to try it. I'll work at it an hour a day and see what happens. I think that people would be shocked to look at how much more productive they can be. Um, I know that's a big answer, but to kind of circle back, I've seen both extremes, people that are really not being productive. They're just turning into consumers and then you've got the people that are really just going after it and, and making things happen. Well, Alex, thank you so much. How can people learn more about you? How can they check out your podcast? Yeah, everything is at creatingabrand.com. If you just go to there, you can find everything. Uh, creatingabrand.com slash listen will take you straight to the podcast. Um, and also, uh, Maverick, just because I'm a fan of your podcast and what you're doing, you're, again, you're one of those great interviewers that it's a rare thing. I wanted to actually give something to your audience. Um, if, if you guys are interested in joining my private community, it's just for entrepreneurs and just a way we go further, faster together. It's completely free for anyone who listens to this today. If you just text the word Monday to one nine zero four two nine nine eight nine nine two, I'll just automatically send you back a, an invitation. And again, that's on behalf of Maverick, just because I believe in what he's doing. So I want to make sure I'm, I'm faithful and, and take care of his audience as well. So uh, an honor to be here today, Maverick. Thank you so much. Takeaways from episode 29. According to Alex, one of the most important steps in shifting your lifestyle from average to successful is having the ability to practice taking inventory. Look at what you're doing, what you want to be doing, and really figure out where your priorities lay in relation with your responsibilities. Ask yourself, what am I doing with my time? What can I be doing more of? And what should I be doing less of? Live an intentional life. Discipline yourself. The best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The second best time is today. The world is distracted. Even while we work, there's other things going on. We've lost the ability to focus deeply and properly, and as a result, we don't get a lot accomplished. When we work with intent and focus, we get so much more done. If you can create environments for yourself of deep work and focus, you'll be shocked at how much you can accomplish in just a single day. Try creating a shortcut in your browser that bypasses the feed page in your social media accounts. Remember, there are people working constantly, creating ways to make it more attractive and more addictive. Maintain your productivity by staying out of that vortex. Make sure you look forward to something each day. Starting the night before, try organizing the next day's schedule, laying out everything, digitally or handwritten. This is a good way to keep our life under control.